Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. And his lamps. And his tongues and his snuff dishes and the oil vessels thereof wherewith the minister unto it Ubinka Amen verse 11 the Bible says that and upon the golden altar they shall spread a cloth of blue so I'm looking at the cloth of blue and cover it a covering of badger's skins and shall put to the staves thereof the last verse verse 12 and Bible says that and they shall take all the instruments I'm also looking at the word instruments blue instruments and they shall take all the instruments of ministry wherewith they minister in the sanctuary and put them in a cloth of blue. So, Abasha, I've mentioned a cloth of blue. This is the third time. A cloth of blue. And cover them with a covering of badger skins and shall put them on a bar. Somebody say amen. Oh, your amen is a watching. The weather has become like a brutal weather, but try and flow. Amen. This morning, I, I was led by the Holy Spirit to continue with what we were looking at. You know, those who are clapping, I'm sure you can see that. Um, God, I don't know why, because I should have gone straight to something to do with soul winning. But he still said I should continue. And uh, I pray that why he says so would come to pass. So today we want to look at blue and God's presence. And the year I hear follow for the past one month, you know, I'm talking about white and God's presence. I went to scarlet. Scarlet is a type of red. Actually, it's brilliant red color, you know, and God's presence. And I also looked at purple and God's presence. For those of us who have not been around or have not been listening to it again, I remember I said white means what? What? Purity, holiness, rest. And then you said scarlet means what? Courage, boldness, being fearless. And then we also looked at purple. That was last week. Purple means what? Royalty. Royalty. Do you remember? Yes. And you know, say if God's presence is to come with you or alongside you or visit you, these colors which has meanings must be around you. Without holiness, God's presence cannot be. That's why God must help all of us to live a holy life. 
Don't be a liar. Don't be a thief. Don't be a fornicator. Don't be a beater. Don't be a fighter. All those things, if you can stop them, as you allow the presence of God to take over your life and you stop them, more of the presence takes over your life. Hallelujah. And then we also look at God expresses not to be somebody who is always afraid, but somebody who is fearless, somebody who is courageous, somebody who is bold. So we could draw David said, Surely I say, I shall fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. For thou art with me. So because you don't fear evil, God will be with you. And that is scarlet. Boldness. And then we went on to purple. Last week in Yaka Purple, no, I think say but you know God expects us to be the type of Christians are Last week, it's not nice that you come to church and then chairs are scattered. There's, it's not royal. So, though we are talking about the color purple blue, um, purple, the color purple, which is what we are supposed to wear. But what does it mean? It means that God wants a royal atmosphere for his presence to be there. So when we come to church, anytime we put things orderly, and we get the place royal or wealthier or prosperous or nicer, then whom whom we are wearing purple. Are you understanding the point? So in your house also, God expects you to put on a royal atmosphere. God expects you to even your dressing. Your dressing must be nice. When your coupon doesn't take joy when you wear any tattered dress because you are you don't have money even in your littleness or in your smallness or in your minisikakrano god's presence always visits you amen and so in the church it must be our fight to have royalness around us and i say to the glory of god he is that type of person who understands this revelation. So he always ensures that we have a royal atmosphere. Oko lighthouse, sorry, say say lighthouse and castle, whatever the denomination, first love. You realize that things are everywhere is royal. Look at our church. It's so nice. I can't wait for us to change these chairs to a more royal chair. Am I talking to God's people? Or you, you can wait. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine these chairs that are so fitty? 
Plastic chair. And your bad But baby, I'm sorry we do no. By now we should have moved forward. This type of royalness or that royalty around, it takes money. It takes people to support. And for them to support or for us to support, God must prosper us. And until you know, last week, if you remember, I showed you Psalm 118 verse 24. It says, send prosperity. So God wants you to prosper. And I said last week that because of that, you must think prosperity. You must think royalty. You must think that God wants me to prosper so that I can support the church. This morning, I pray that God will let you prosper. In the name of Jesus. And as God prospers us, may may we not only think about ourselves, like the mistake the rich man did. Eh, se onyankopo nshira wo, se wo yo bi oyo Kristo, ni onyo Kristo, ni onyankopo nshira wo. Nyami nshira di pa. Nyami nshira wo, you may not have it. Even those who say me, I don't believe there's God and all that, but they have money. It is God who has allowed them to prosper. If God doesn't want them to prosper, allow them to even be alive in the first place. But you see, they forget that it is God who has brought them this far. God is the one who has prospered them. So God watches them until they misuse their wealth. So last week, you remember, I showed you from 1 Timothy chapter 6, from verse 17 to 19, what God expects from people who are rich. Because as you are doing that, you are actually laying up great wealth and treasure for yourself in heaven. And as God prospers us, don't use the money only for yourself, but also think about the church. It's not every time that your pastor has to come and stand here and say, give 100 cities, give 200 cities. No, you should get to a point where you look around. Anything that I can do to make God's church royal. Let me do it. As you keep doing that, I'm promising you, God prospers you. Because anytime His presence is with you, His presence attracts blessings for you. That is why you, you have to look at us. Ah, what can I do? One day, you want a sister be so person with me, Saturday. And I'm saying, okay, to be trying, or Bishop, is it okay? I have bought flowers to decorate the stairs. And I'm saying, it's powerful. I'm not going the price never fair. It's it's changed the place. That is hell. Some of you must buy next week. You must buy a microphone for the church because the microphones are few and die. It's microphone problem. And don't come and ask me that how much is it. You go and ask. Thousand five hundred. You get two. God's presence is almost always with me. Almost always. I just man had time and Then I feel his presence. And it's real. And that presence must be with all of us. Can I have an amen? So today, I want us to look at the color blue. Blue. Look at your neighbor and tell yourself, your neighbor, that blue means something. <laughs> so what is blue? The use of blue in the tabernacle 
it's a revelation of how to create an environment that is conducive to the presence of God. Blue is connected to a particular mineral. You see, you know, we have diamond, we have gold, we have silver. So this this mineral is called sapphire. How many have heard it before? Sapphire. The the mineral sapphire in the Bible is also it's a stone. It's also the color blue. So sometimes God will use the word sapphire or blue. So I'm going to show you from scriptures, because of time, we will look at a few, but from scriptures, how God expects a sapphire or a blue to be relevant in the church and what does it mean? Sapphire or blue is fair, you can assume you are seeing a classic blue color. In the scripture, Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 26, Ezekiel 1 26, Bible says that and above the dome there was something that looked like a throne. Or say, and above the firmament that was over their heads was likeness of a throne. You know, this teaching is very heavy. So some of the scriptures you will not easily understand until you keep listening to it over and over again. Or say, and above the firmament, above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone and upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it so you see in Ezekiel 126 he's describing the, the sapphire stone sapphire is the most precious blue gemstone mentioned often in the scriptures in relation to God. The sapphire stone means, or the blue color means commitment, faithfulness. Somebody say commitment. Hmm. Say faithfulness. Say loyalty. The way I kind of know it's powerful. Can you be able to say commitment, faithfulness, loyalty? Hey. So the color blue is it means still it means loyalty. It means faithfulness. You move to conference be ayego so koso and then the last day, I'm encouraging everybody here to find your way. To be part of this conference is so powerful. One of our bishops has been sent by the presiding bishop to be a blessing to us. So Friday evening we're all at TLC of Accor. Yesterday, Fitianopa, Ekosi Bear, three, three thereabout, or no, two, we were at Ofakor. And then today he's still there preaching in the morning, and in the afternoon, we are all supposed to go and then be part of the last session and this conference this man of god a bishop has been teaching us about how god expects us to be faithful and when he was teaching i realized how it coincides with our teaching here and where we have gotten to and why god had told me that i should still keep teaching on the blue and the presence of god and i said hey god 
Because most of us are not faithful. And until we don't experience God's presence. And when we say faithful, what does it mean? I want us to look at Matthew chapter 25 verse 21. And he explained it. That was a revelation to a lot of us. In Matthew 25, 21, Bible says that his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful. Why yeah, you have been good, 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 good. You have been good. And most people are good. And the bishop was taking his time to explain how many people try to be good. But you can be good, but you are not faithful. Because faithful means that you are not changing. Faithful means that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. Faithful means that what you have said is what you stand for. And how many of us are like that? Faithful means that I'm part of this church and I'll always be part of this church and truly you'll be part of this church even if somebody does something to you don't like. As he was preaching, I realized that I am not as faithful as I should be. And that's why maybe the presence of God is not as strong as compared to maybe Prophet Dag. Because a lot of things put us off. Nancy, I think a few days ago I went to Facebook and I was just watching this guy who was going to um, kiss the wife and I think he was doing some press ups. As I was watching, I said, Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at what he's doing. You are wasting brother's life. You are, we are wasting our time. It is not true. The press ups you are doing, let's give you three months. Three months. If your wife does not cook for you, would you still remain faithful and do press ups? And do press ups? No. These days, within one year, people are ready to divorce. Faithfulness means, look, I have said this and I will still stand by it. I have promised God and I will still stand by it. And that's why most of us, we don't have the presence because we are not faithful. But God is faithful. Until the color blue means faithful. Most of us will not pass this test. Most of us, and I can understand why most people don't know the presence of God. Because if that is the case, then the blue is not working. I say, Thou hast been faithful over a few things. And the bishop said, You notice that he didn't say, Thou hast been good. Over a few things. Lord, I say, Thou hast been faithful to Jagud Netunchain. Or say, or the can can say that good and faithful. Into or shenan so say we are good, we are faithful. But all to us, we are more good to be. Or say that have been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler of many things. Enter thou. 
which is the presence of God. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. As we read in Psalm 16, enter thou into the joy. Enter into my presence. You can enter into God's presence if you are faithful. And I realize that that is why most of us we don't enter into his presence. In Luke chapter 16, maybe I, I, I just have to continue this thing another time because I have not started. But time is almost up. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10. 16:10. Look at it. He says that he that is faithful in that which is least. You see, this scripture is showing you three areas of being faithful. Or see, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. You see some of us when we get once Faithfulness with least. Faithfulness with few. Oh, media. You keep them as your sheep. God says you are faithful with the little. Then because of that, He can trust you with more. Because His presence will come on you and then take you to the next level where you can be faithful with more. But most of us, that's where we fail. We fail with the little. Or say number two, and he that is unjust in the little in the least is unjust also in much. Verse eleven, it says that if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, it's another place where God tests our faithfulness. Is Yosikasem a Most of us are not faithful. If you are you couldn't pay ten Ghana as your tithe. You have failed. So, so you come one thousand. Will you pay your hundred Ghana cities as your tithes? You have failed. And most of us are. I say, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, unrighteous mammon, just said, "Sika yemfanya shimpu." Or see, who will commit your true? Your, your trust to the true riches true riches here one of the people who was very truly rich was Abraham because God blessed him he, he made him rich he, he didn't do anything God made him rich that's true wealth but see if you are not faithful with this, just small monies can you handle billions of dollars most of us if we have money we change From the time you started getting some type of money, you don't respect your mother again. You tell your father, look, don't, daddy, don't talk to me like that. Even your pastor, when he, when he calls you, when you like it, when you pick the call. You go and you say, sir, sir, you go and you say, sir, sir, you go and you say, I don't know, he is not really with you, he should be with you, because you are not faithful when it comes to you, he is not faithful. You should be with you, 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 you should be with you,
much more. People anyhow because you are wealthy. You talk to people anyhow because you are wealthy. And in Kanyakupuma, we are the richest person in Ghana. Can you handle it? What the Kabun will be done or count? I don't know. I don't Most of us are guilty. Guilty. I've been there before. Some time ago. And the Lord rebuked me. He says, Tony, I was in the car. I rode my scooter. And I was just driving, enjoying the traffic, you know, in my sound. And somebody came and said, Please, buddy. I said, I just my hand. The Holy Spirit told me, Wow, Chris, I've gotten to a point where now you have rolled your screen, your window screen, will be so sicker. Just once in the crown to me, man. What to care? Yeah, it's like powerful cast. We don't mind anybody in the world. It's like we are in our world. Hey, but you know that some time ago it was not like that. And then number three, verse 12, he says that, look at it, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's. So the first is faithful with least, second, faithful with money, the third, faithful with nyanya wodia. If you are faithful with nyanya wodia, then God says that, wow, you are somebody who enjoys God's presence. This place is where most people fall. Something that does not. Oh. Hey. What do I get from this? What do I get from this? I don't have time. Most people don't treat other people's children well because it's not their children. God looks at those things to visit you. That's not the way I think. And it's been for many years that I think, I think, I think a little bit different from the normal world. I told my wife when we had our first child, because she was trying to let me take special care. I said, look, it is true this daughter of ours has come through us. The revelation is that we are just stewards. We are just vessels that God chose to bring this one. But other children are also the same. So me, I see all children as all of them are mine. And they are all for God. That's how I see things. Today. Look today. And initially, I remember my wife was not too happy. But over time, she realized that what I was saying is true. Because some of us, that's not how we think. It's like, oh, it's me and my children. So you don't have... But have you forgotten that it is God's children That's your child that you are treating so special God can take from you Who gave it to you But God looks at all those things Someone who is not yours Something that is not yours How do you treat it That shows the presence of God That's why Bishop Dad is different That's why people don't understand him He thinks the same as I'm saying He taught me that so That's how he sees his children That his children are just like all other children So he has many children All of us he calls us his children He treats us the same Same No special 
treatment to anybody. And that is what brings the presence of God. And that's the heart of God. You see a lot of people who work for the government when they have a car that they are driving, you see how they just fall into the portal. Why? Because it is not your car. Because the way I do you want to follow. And you're correct. And you're the end. You treat it anyhow. I go on saying you are you are you are not faithful with that which is another man's. And found compound has not you know. Sister we see now dear no. Ah now you should have a tone. Now could you near man? Now dear no. When you coupon shares me by way. The presence of God cannot because you, you are not you are not thinking about other men's things. You are thinking about yours. And a lot of ladies are like that. You know, we can't say much anymore. Like, where we are now. He, he, I come from Israel. shocked when I when I started thinking about message and I realized that Jesus is actually called faithful in Revelation chapter 19 I may continue this message another time if not next week Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 and I saw heaven open and behold, a white horse, white, pure. They are talking about presence here. And he that sat upon the white horse was called faithful. Let's just say, you see, for you to be called something means that you have been doing the thing now for a while. If you enjoy something, you be the woman with the issue of blood. If it was just one blood drop, it wouldn't be an issue of blood for her to be described as a woman with the issue of blood. For you to be rich, it means that we have over ten monitored you and see that you are rich. For you to be called a driver, it means that we have noticed that you drive often. For you to be called faithful, we have noticed that that is your nature. So Jesus has exhibited faithfulness to the point where he is called faithful and true. He does not change. He is dependable. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are we the same yesterday, today, and forever? Can I rely on you? Can I depend on you? Can I tell you something and you keep it as a secret? This is, we don't have that. And in righteousness, he doth judge and make war. And look at the next verse. And that was where it was shocking to me. Or see, Jesus who is faithful, riding on a white horse, his eyes were as a flame of fire. 
Now break And on his head were many crowns. And you see, all these things are written for us to picture what Jesus wants us to become. When you see somebody who is faithful, eh, these things are happening in the person's lives. Or you'll be a that is against what is right. Who you Christo now a faithful Your heart for church makes you look like somebody whose eye is red. You are, you always want things to be done to advance the cost. You are always interested in making the church work because you are faithful. Those who are not faithful, you see that their eyes are not red. Have you noticed that anything you are faithful about, your eye is red on it and about it. If you are faithful about soccer, you are monitoring when is money you and Chelsea playing. If they are playing at 10 a.m. Sunday morning, you don't come to church. But you are faithful when it comes to soccer. When you are faithful when it comes to marriage, you are interested in marriage and what it takes. You always want to make things work. You are always thinking about how to, to make your wife happy, how to make your husband happy. That, that, is, that is you. You are faithful at it. When you are faithful in ministry, you are also interested in... Like some of us, we are faithful in ministry. We, 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 we virtually fast or live a fasted life for the sake of the ministry. Our eyes are red. Look, anytime I am there, I am just thinking about what to make, how to make the church work. How can I reach out to the people in my little times that I have? What, how many pastors can I raise? That is my eyes are red. So Jesus' eyes were red. And on his head were many crowns. And he had no name written but that no man knew but he himself and verse 13 look at that the bible says that and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god psalm 18 verse 24 i'm closing i'll continue the same subject the next time psalms 18 verse 24 So we must all be faithful. Hmm. Therefore, has the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. Next verse. With the merciful, thou will show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou will show thyself upright. These scriptures are showing you something. Next verse. With the pure, thou will show thyself pure. So, what you are determines what God gives. Or if you are Apache, God will look like an Apache to you. If you are not faithful, with time you realize that God also looks like He's not faithful to you. If you are faithful, God will also remain, though He is faithful. But what you do is what you get from him. Or see, with the pure, that will show. That is not saying he is so, but you show yourself pure. With the forward, forward is somebody, is it toward, forward, to and fro. Somebody who is not supposed to go this way, but he's going that way. Forward. He's, he's not consistent. That person, God also shows himself forward. 
For me, this scripture frightens me. First Corinthians 4 2. It says that moreover, it is required in first first Corinthians 4 2. In stewards or in Christians, it is required, it is required, it is required, it is required. That a man be found faithful. Now he's talking about he must find you faithful he must find you faithful he must find you wearing blue which most of us are not we easily change under pressure I mean you will agree with me that faithfulness is a kind kakra but then faithfulness to his presence. So if his presence is what brings a change in our lives, and faithfulness is one of the things that is required, then we must all fight for it. It's not easy, but you must fight for it. So don't forget these words. Faithfulness means, or faithful means, reliable. You see, this wall, this wall, this wall, let's make me one tree, because the wall is faithful. It won't change, it is there. I can put myself or lean against the wall. But this pulpit, should I try? Should I? You are thinking about me. What will happen? I'll fall. And when I fall, I'll get hurt. So this one is not reliable. And that's how most of us are. Nobody can trust you. Papa Bina Nesofu. Nebaho, Surprised. I said, This is my son. The only thing I trust about him is when he says good morning. Anything that he says, I don't believe it. I don't trust it. Or you have truthful mapa. You have not noticed it. The only thing I can trust is when he says good morning. Because good morning, we can all see that it's morning. How sad is it that some of us people don't trust us we cannot be trusted let me show you once one point and then we go the point number one from the bible people who wore blue and how it was related to their faithfulness number one Nico, Mordecai Mordecai in Esther chapter 8 verse 15 bible says in Esther 8 verse 15 Moreover, 
And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white. And with a, are you seeing the colors? And with a great crown of gold and with a garment of fine linen. Are you seeing the colors? And purple. Are you seeing the colors? I can't hear you. Are you seeing the colors? And the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad. Who was Mordecai? Mordecai was Esther. See any name Esther? Esther in the Bible. It was Esther's uncle. And Mordecai had actually been serving the king of the time. The king was called Ahasuerus. One day, Mordecai heard that there were some guys who were also around who were taking plans to kill the king. And when Mordecai heard it, he went to tell the king, say, and that's how Mordecai was able to save the king. So by the time the king, the guys realized the king had gone into the issue and then he arrested them and then did whatever he had to do to them. But it was taken note of because Mordecai remained faithful to the king. And no wonder, over time, one of the things that Mordecai was always wearing was the color blue. I don't know whether he knew but blue, like we are learning, was right from the Old Testament days, from Moses' days, representing faithfulness. You are one of my elders. Sir. The king could trust Mordecai because Mordecai would be there for him. And he proved it. But Ubuno. There was somebody, one of the churches that I pastored, one of our worship and praise leaders. One day I was there when I had a call that he had been arrested. I'm sure for what? Was in a madam at the police for Aban Omabechenoko. So I went and I went to find out. Not knowing that Oye Mama ne Madam na Madam a big shop. Worship and praise leader. He was the one who was in charge of everything that comes. Not only that when people come, he will sell some of the things on credit. And then he will not record. So as and when people will bring whatever the money, then he will just push it away. And in the church the bus, so yeah, make a hundred Ghana, no one hundred Ghana. That's why sometimes, <laughs> I mean, we was doing show show in the church, but so more, we didn't know all this until when I went to see the woman. The woman started telling me things. I was shocked, and they had investigated and found that it was true. To the tune of sixteen thousand something, two hundred and eighty or something, big money. Come and see me kneeling down in front of this woman in the presence of plenty of people as a pastor begging. And when I begged, mercy prevailed a little bit. 
Ali, they didn't take him to prison, they didn't take him to whatever. He had to find a way. They, he was sad to pay, but and Kanyesa, they were going to torture him. I said, Look at you. You come to church, you are singing. Oh, much more. And every time when he would lead the songs, he had a nice voice, but I couldn't feel the presence. But that day, I understood why. We don't have to joke. As people that God can trust. So that when we are leading, when we are serving, when we are preaching, the presence of God will follow. And yes, sir, you can be singing, but there's no presence. And time always shows. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, today's message is for you. Faithfulness in the church is necessary for the presence of God. Churches which are full of quarrels, in Tokwa, confusing, strife, in Paipemu, do not have the presence of God. Let me give you another point because I still have some few minutes. Alright? Let's look at uh, Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. This point is the four living creatures. The four living creatures. You know, there are types of angels and types of beings in the heavens. So we have the cherubims are a type of angels. They have wings. The serah, I don't know when I can teach. I think one of the morning prayer times. Seraphims are also type of angels. They also have wings. But they are different. And then we have other beings like the living creatures. We have ordinary angels who don't have wings. They come and then do assignments here on earth. So we are talking about the living creatures. Look at it. He says that, And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it. And out of the mist thereof, as the color of amber, out of the mist of the fire, verse 5, and Bible said that also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Verse 26. And Bible says that they had the likeness of a man. Verse 26. Or see, and above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness as a throne or of a throne. As the appearance above above the firmament that was over their heads. Please take note of what I'm reading. Above the atmosphere that was over their heads, these four living creatures, was the likeness of a throne. As the, the throne was as the appearance of a sapphire stone or blue. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. That's interesting. You show any man, you don't say, hey, I didn't do. Then we need to Ezekiel saw a vision of these four living creatures. Obinka, Amen. The vision he saw was describing how 
these living creatures were stable they were formidable they were true they were loyal creatures that hover around the throne of God their appearance like the Bible is saying was like the sapphire stone and remember that sapphire is a blue precious stone to experience the presence of God from this scripture we need people who are stable eternal because these are living creatures and permanent these three things stable this is what I want to do and I am dedicated to it you are stable you are eternal you are eternally minded and you are permanent you always experience the presence of God grace Psalm 15 verse 4 when the scriptures come then I say it sometimes I may be wrong <laughs> when it comes on the screen that I'm looking at look at it verse 1 verse 1 quickly verse 1 it says that Lord who shall abide in thy tabernacle who shall dwell in thy holy hill the holy hill there is Kodesh the holy hill there is Kodesh in Hebrew he, not trust you. Who, who shall abide in your tabernacle? Who shall abide in your holy hill? No, see, he that walketh uprightly, number one, worketh righteousness, number two, speaketh the truth in his heart, number three. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, backbite, just say, backbite. backbite. You are biting my back. Also, I say, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. The verse is what we are looking for. In whose eyes a vile person or a shameful person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own head. Say, Sweareth to his own head. Most of us, we don't swear to our own head. We just swear to what we like, what to be comfortable. Hey, Major, 
if you are like that because life is full of once a while mountain valley mountain valley so he that swears to his own head and changes not that person is the one that will experience God's tabernacle and his presence and his holiness and his faithfulness because God says that if you can sweat your own head then I can trust you I can trust you I can trust you and that's how the living creatures were those whose eyes are set on heaven they experience the presence of God because it's good God gives us these things to enjoy but for how long we leave all of them I pray that the first service will be made up of people whose eyes are set on heaven one day that is where we are going enjoy what God gives you on here but don't let it be something that you are holding too fast to because we will leave them all have you not seen that your body is changing have you not seen that you are growing have you not seen that you are getting weaker every day have you not seen that a lot of things look that's why when you go to Facebook a lot of people want to post their pictures of their very nice times because you can see you are growing every day you are getting closer to your grave and nothing will follow you to your grave so those who are like the living creatures whose eyes are set on eternity they experience the presence of God can I have an amen let me give you the last one I have two minutes I told you instruments So let me talk about the instruments Number three The instruments of God Are covered in a cloth of blue The instruments of God Are covered in a cloth of blue Numbers chapter 4 Verse 11 and 12 Closing with this Numbers chapter 4 Verse 11 and 12 Keyboardist please and upon the golden altar they shall spread a cloth of blue and cover it with a covering of badger skins and shall put to the staves thereof. Verse 12, please. I say, and they shall take all the instruments of ministry. Do you know that God calls us instruments? We are instruments. Abla, you are an instrument. Tilly, you are an instrument. You are. Mike, you are an instrument. Kofi, you are an instrument. I am an instrument. Dora, you are an instrument. We are all instruments here. Maud, you are an instrument. Sami, you are an instrument. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Why? Because we are his workmanship. We are his instrument. So I said that, and they shall take all the instruments of ministry wherewith they minister in the sanctuary and put them in a cloth of blue. And put them in a cloth of blue. And put them in a cloth of faithfulness. And put them in faithfulness. And cover them with a covering of badger skins. And shall put them on a bar. Somebody say Amen. Every person who is used by God must be covered in a blue cloth of faithfulness, commitment, and loyalty. After being covered in the blue cloth, they are put on the altar. 
the Kredie Neskatayahu. The blue speaks of the loyalty and constancy that must characterize you, your calling and ministry. A person who can be faithful to his original calling will experience the presence of God. Many Christians, many ministers have veered off from preaching the word of God into vain jungling. You will not believe how even pastors are teaching economics these days. Teaching business and money management instead of being faithful to the original call of God. Many people have changed. Christosum, the way I tell you, I'm not careful. As I go so soon, I'm here to stay to be three months or so. So, I mean, we have been in this thing for a long time. But today, God is encouraging me to encourage you. And there's a blessing in faithfulness. Proverbs 28 verse 20. That's the last verse. Look at it. Look at it. Proverbs 28 20. A faithful man. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be hasty. Let's read only the very first part. Let's ready go. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. Abound, that's interesting. Fool. Tin shirano. Obi biara o she blue e won hunhun no. Obi bi o ye faithful. He, insure turn up sorry, are you faithful? If you insure turn up am sorry, are you faithful? Ya mo ba so nyina, mo nam kwa, wo na tache mu na Yakobon hwe sa no say, you are bound in blessing. You are bound in blessing. It's your tongue so about rehearsal. You are bound in blessing. Hey, me, since I came, have you seen me miss church? I miss church. Not because I'm a bishop. Not because I don't force it. I force it sometimes. There are times that I'm preaching, but I'm sick. You're sick, and so what? And you know, you who is to come and hear the word, you, you are sick, you come. You're not faithful. That's why you are not abounding in some blessing. But from today, we are changing. If we say, God, we will be there for you. No matter what, you will be there for him. God for yourself in the name of Jesus. We will be there for him. So that we are bound with blessings. Please stand to your feet. Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord and just thank him. Thank you for this morning. God is speaking to you. Put on blue. Put on blue. Put on blue. Put on blue. Put on the the, the cloth of blue. Put on your sapphire stone. Because God wants to bless you. Hey, anybody who is faithful will abound in blessings. Abound with blessings. Talk to God just a minute and say, God, help me to be faithful. Help me to be faithful. Help me to be faithful. Help me to be faithful.
fellowship with Jesus. And I want you to know that anytime you are taking the communion, you are taking your medicine for that season. Lift up your breath and say after me, lift it up high and say the body of Jesus. And please eat it to the glory of God. Lift up the wine. Anytime we take the wine, which is the blood of Jesus, it begins to forgive you, to cleanse you, to heal you, to open doors for you to have access to His presence. By the blood, you also overcome the devil. Lift it up and say, The blood of Jesus. Please drink it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us, for showing us mercy. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for blessing us. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people, please say amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. If you are here, you have your tithe. Please come to the front. You have your tithe. Please come to the front.
I believe that those of us who pay tithe, let's keep watching God blessing us. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Just like you, they